This the new wave, turn it up I'm in the backseat chillin' with your girl, what's up? She wanna talk all day, but I'm not in the mood I'm tryna dance all night, I got something to do I make hits for the people at home in their rooms Looking for a reason to get out of it soon Found me on the internet, just making some moves Now I'm going up, CNN, I'm the news She gon' shake, shake, shake like a bottle She popped that, I'm off that Pull up on you with a Nerf pack I bust back, I've been feeling bad for the haters Streaming on my music, now they're wanting their fun back Oh my gosh, she on my mind now This song make me wanna wild out Don't act like you too cool to dance now No diamonds, but I'm still gon' bust down Okay, we are here with the first episode of the staff debate. We're going to debate a couple of topics that have happened over the course of the season regarding the Premier, Premier League. And I'm going to start off with you, my man, Lita. Um, we've got um, the usual link-up guest and an addition with Vince from Deep Lying Midfielders blog. Uh, how are you doing, my guy? I am doing so good. Thank you for the wonderful introduction. I'm not even going to stand that today. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, Big B. Okay, Lita, we're going to start with the worst signing of the season. And before you run to the big name signings like Maguire, Pepe, <laughs> uh, and Dombele, we basically want to judge this off not just the biggest signings, but, um, you know, clubs like uh, Everton, the lower league clubs, spent a lot of money on players who haven't produced, like Joe Linton, mm. uh, Haller, and Moise Keane. So who do you think was the worst signing of the season? Um, yeah, as you said, so you, firstly, you can't ask me a question like this and tell me I can't pick from the, the worst bunch. Yeah. No, you can pick. You can pick from whatever you want. Whatever okay, you want. okay. Because, because I, I, I was about to go Pepe, but if you're telling me not to go Pepe, so maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll hold back and pick someone else. Um, you think nice. it's Pepe? Yeah, no, okay. Oh. Jokes aside, jokes aside. Um, it, oh, um, oh, oh, oh. We're looking in terms of the money spent. Pepe would be up there in terms of just the price tag and what he did last year with Leo, and then now coming this season, Arsenal not really getting involved from the beginning of the season. I don't know why Unai had him on the bench for the first few games. So, okay, you're like, okay, maybe they're bending him in a bit, but then it never really got going. Here and there, he'll score a free kick, Europa League goal here and there. I wouldn't really see much from him um, in, term, in terms of the, the, the Premier League, in terms of what Arsenal paid him. But if you want me to look on a broader sense, you can't look past a guy like Joe Linton, eh? Um, <laughs> Benitez uh, struggles to get money and, and, and the backing from, from, from Mike Ashley and Newcastle, and then he leaves. And then Bruce comes in, and then you go on and, and spend almost 40-odd on a striker that not a lot of people knew about, uh, much about, even though no matter, no matter how impressive his numbers were coming into the season, but having played in in a, in a in a in a sort of a I can say a non top five European league, coming with those numbers, you think you're gonna really uh, uh, come into the Premier League and, and and hit the ground running? Sometimes it happened, but in Joe Linton's case, it didn't. And I think he's lucky that he he was in a Newcastle side that was pretty solid defensively and had a tactic where you know um, they didn't really need his goals, but pure ratio and you know the amount of money that they spent 
for a small club, for a club like Newcastle, who have been quite uh, stingy with with their finances, I'll definitely put him as up there. If I'm, 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 I'm and I'm also being very kind to Arsenal fans here and Pepe because for seven hundred million, you know, if 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 this if this was Kepa's first season, he'd definitely be up there. Um, and for the same reasons why Pepe would be up there as well. So Kepa's lucky; it's only his second season already, but. My final decision, Joe Linton, close second, uh, Nicholas Pepe. Wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man of the people, I, I would also go with, um, I concur with Lita about Joe Linton, but I think Pepe, um, for the amount they spent, and I feel like they've regressed from last season, um, if you look at other big name big name signings like Harry Maguire, uh, came to a club when they were sixth and um, they finished off at third, almost uh, conceding almost twenty goals less. So you yeah. can see the improvement there. But what do you think, Pepe as well? Um, how much is Jolington? Forty mil. Yeah. Forty mil, and he's from uh, Hoffenheim. Sorry, German 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 club Hoffenheim. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, forty yeah. mil. Yeah, that that one, you know what, Pepe. I can't I can't hate on the Pepe transfer because I think I think the Pepe deal there. I think if I'm correct, three English Premier League clubs uh paid the clause, like like agreed to pay the clause rather, and a lot more clubs wanted him. So it's hard to say it was a bad deal because it could have been anyone. So it's not like they, they, they shed the bed, really. Um, <laughs> um, We're talking about for the season, though. I feel like they did. But anyway, for a club that yeah. finished eighth as well, after spending that much, it's yeah. tough. Yeah, but if we're talking about specific deals, uh, I'm going to look, I'm, I'm going to isolate the specific deals, uh, like like value versus what you expected. Uh, that Jolington one was very disappointing. But I think, um, I don't know, I I, I I think these small teams they 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 buy big strikers expecting him to literally drag the whole team up the field. Um, I think I mentioned uh, the other day the Solanke deal. That was also maybe two years ago. Um, Harry Maguire. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at Harry Maguire because I think at the end of the day we ended up with the the, the best clean the, the best the clean sheet in Europe. Oh, here we go again. Other than that, he he improved our our defense. Did Pepe improve Arsenal's attack? Yes, he did. Could he have done more? Yes. Uh, Joel did he improve Arsenal's improve? attack? Okay, oh, but come go on. on, go on. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bite my tongue. I'm going to bite my tongue. Like, <laughs> you, you can't say you did. I'm sorry, but you guys said Pepe improved our Arsenal's attack. Give man of the people a chance to finish. Yeah, yeah, I'm almost done. I'm basically, that, that, that's where my thoughts are with it. I don't have an exact one. Like, like Joe Linton, did he improve their attack? Um, not really. He, what, like three, four, five goals maybe? And like very, I think only a couple match winners. So I'll also have to lean there. But I think like Lita said, Pepe, I, I, I judge whether they had an impact. Like, Never mind the the, 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 the the signing fee. Did you have an impact? Did we really need to bring you in? Could you have done better? Probably if you if you if you bought a uh, a young upcoming guy that, that could have done well for your team. So so I think I, I have to stand with Lita there. I kinda like that ranking. 
And I think there's a lot of hate on Harry Maguire, but I'm not here to defend him today. Um, but yeah, that's how I look at it. What do you think, Vinny Boy? I just, I, I just find it so surprising. I mean, you say that, you know, that 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 you your team lives rent free in my head, but I, no one was gonna bring up Harry Maguire. Literally, no one here was gonna say Harry Maguire was the worst signing of the season by any margin. That was kind of your tweet, bro. But you're here spreading your propaganda as usual. But you know what? Let's not digress. Um, I'm just. I just feel like we need to go and look at the nature of the position, first of all. Um, If you go and have a look at Harry Maguire as a central defender coming into a a Manchester United backline, that one had spent a significant amount on Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Okay, you don't have blind centre-backs. I know you don't like Bailly, but he's not a blind centre-back. Victor Lindelof is not a blind centre-back. Okay, when you have Shaw and Williams coming in, those aren't blind Uh, left-backs. It's easier to fit in. Whereas if you have, if you're a guy like Pepe who's coming into a, an attack where he really needs to put up his hands, okay, you've got a Bamiyang there who's probably going to get you the goal returns. You've got Lacazette who also whose whose stats aren't as bad as everyone makes out, but they are overshadowed by uh, Obama Youngs. It's always going to look bad for Pepe. And I mean, let's also not, look. I understand Captain America did well. He got 14 goals a season. And let's not forget, he's had, he's had a, a great season post-lockdown. But Pepe is sitting here with eight goals and six, six assists in a season that is is actually a struggle season for him. So I, I don't understand how that is even close to uh, the worst signing season. I understand why Joe Linton is definitely one of what we would look at, one of the worst signing season. But I don't know how we're missing Moise Keane. Like I, Brian mentioned them earlier. That guy... Yeah. Yeah. I, that guy came in for about 30 million from Juve and how many yeah. goals he had three goals okay like that's <laughs> that's yeah, piss, that's piss poor by 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 many means so um and yes i understand you know the the the, the, the managers at everton and perhaps he hasn't had the nod most of the times um uh, but yeah, for that's, me, that's, to be fair he, has, he hasn't really had the, the backing uh, to to play week in week out Lita, if you're shit in training, why would I play you? Like that's all his fault. We can't, we can't cop a plea for him like that. Exactly, exactly. It's and, also, and, it's, yeah, yeah. No, no, the, no. The, like it's two managers who feel the same way. You know, yeah. maybe Ancelotti feels a bit better about him, but you know, if he didn't work out at Juve, um, uh-huh. and they were willing to sell him to Everton, okay. so maybe you, it's a good shout, you know. But hey, man, Nikolai Pepe, and, the numbers so, he came in with into the season. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, you know, you can't say Moise Keane came in with, the, with that uh, potential, regardless of the price. Pepe uh-huh. came in with that, yo, look at what he did. You look at his videos. You look at what he he he, he did in that Lille shirt. You're like, okay. So, okay, so soft Arsenal, question. So expected, him, expected a bit better. That's all I'm okay. going to say. Okay, so soft question then, Lita. If, if I may ask, I think you made a comment about how the manager plays... Uh, uh, a certain role in, in in how essentially your 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 performance kind of plans out towards the season. Do do we not then yeah. agree that Pepe has played against three managers this season that have incredibly contrasting and different philosophies? So how do you got how do you expect a guy who essentially plays his football heading towards goal to go and now play football where he's actually getting getting the ball? Uh, with his back towards goal, that doesn't make sense. You know, this is a guy who played like that under Emery, who ha- who was forced to go and fill certain roles that he wasn't used to filling. And when yeah. Lumber came in, you know, great Arsenal legend, but God, what a terrible philosophy! Uh, he came in, 
he tried to play him in those similar thing, a, a, a similar role because he was looking for something more tactical. Um, and then I just I'm of the opinion that okay, I, I'm an Arsenal fan, so I I'm obviously gonna really? go and. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to go do this. Uh, I'm obviously going to go and preach the fact that the best of Pepe is yet to come. And let's not forget that there was a beautiful 23-pass move that uh, got us into a, a certain uh, FA Cup. So, uh, and and who and who get and who and who gave us that that assist? Oh yeah, that's Nicola okay. Pepe. Vince, Vince okay, I'll, I'll put this. I'll put this to you. You know, for me, one of the the, the reasons why I'd put Pepe in this sort of bottom three of, of worst signings because. Mm-hmm. As you say, he was signed by managers who didn't really fit. So that's where I would actually have my my, my problem with Arsenal. Not necessarily Pepe, but Arsenal Football Club. As in, mm-hmm. why bring in a player who the manager clearly didn't really want or wanted another player ahead of him and, and stated that publicly, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. about Zaha. And then mm-hmm. you go in and, and then you bring you spend so much money uh, on, on, on an individual from the French League uh, who's not really in a position uh, uh, that was really, I think, necessary, or if maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you, you were lacking quality out wide. Um, mm-hmm. So for the club then to go spend 70 odd million on a player, and then you go and then spend 8 million on David Luiz, thinking you're going to patch up the defense. So that's where I would rank this piece of business as the poorest or second uh, poorest in the league. Right there, right there. That's probably the one of the one of the things that you've actually made sense with in this podcast. You just mentioned you just mentioned a guy who then I would go and put as one of the worst signings of the season in David Luiz. Yes, he's offered us a hell of a lot since Arteta's come in, but then I would go and say, if you're gonna talk about worst signings of the season, I'm more comfortable with you going and saying David Luiz versus Nicola Pepe. David Luiz at Arsenal has probably given me, mm, I would probably say, two or three good games. Whereas, okay, Nicola Pepe has definitely won games for me and given me what good wow moments. Okay, yeah, and, yeah. and and also I, I think when you when you when if we have to go and sit back, we need to also realize that Arsenal. I'm not going to go and give you the, the preach the story of you know one to change or whatever, but there is a change in terms of how we deal with transfers nowadays. As I'm sure you guys have seen, we are we are we are characterizing it more in an American format where we have coaches versus managers, which is different to how United run their stuff and how well different. I don't know how the situation is at Chelsea if Frank Lampard is a manager versus a coach, but essentially we have guys like Raul Sanieri who are you know these are guys that the coach is essentially told you need to go and work with this, you know. Far from what it's been under Wenger, uh, under Wenger rule per se, and Sir Alex Ferguson yeah. rule, where you kind of ran the whole show. Now there is more uh, segregation of duties in a sense versus an isolation uh, of duties. So yeah, I think that's that's been a problem. I think the the fact that now, as you guys have seen, Arteta's more vocal in saying that he has identified what we need and he needs the back to go and back him in terms of what he needs instead of you know here's you, what we can give you and do what you do do what you can do what do what you can do with what we're providing you that's essentially i think the difference okay so it's in a nutshell we're not about to see arsenal in the top four anytime soon okay here's now <laughs> now you're going to a place where I'll, i will really really embarrass you because let's stay focused let's stay focused uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, it's, the thing is, 
I, I have a lot of respect for Chelsea. Okay, I, I know what you guys have. I know what you guys have achieved over the past couple of years, but we're really not in the same bracket. Okay, when you look, when you talk about running a football club. Okay, I'm not gonna go down this road with you. Okay, we run out. Okay. We, we run out clubs completely differently. Okay, and if you're proud of the way your Renpoi side works, then that's great. Okay. <laughs> and the, the, ones who, the ones who aren't winning are always the ones complaining about how the other team wins. You know that it's never the it's never about ah oh, let uh, um, um, what says we winning well or whatever give them props. It's always ah. They're winning cuck and they're doing this and that and we wouldn't do that. And trust me, everyone wants to win and Arsenal wants to win. They're not doing what they're doing in order to just, you know, finish eighth and, and maybe sneak in a mm. Europa League finish here and there. They want to win. So if you're going to say, ah, you know, you, if you're proud about how you're running a club, we run, and trust me, we've got, we've got Peter Cech, Frank Lampard coming in and buying into the same shit. So it's clearly something must be, you know, working out well. Let me just let's, let's stay focused, please. Let's stay focused. <laughs> big, 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 before I hand it over to you, I just want to ask Vince a quick question. Uh-huh. Um, who's your favorite manager of the season for Arsenal? <laughs> My favorite manager of the season? Absolutely, yeah. Mikel Arteta. Wow, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, who, 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 what a silly question. I absolutely detested Emery. Oh, oh, I don't do want trust, to see. Him. Uh, hold on, do you hold trust, on. Do you trust, do you trust our attitude to build to build the squad? I wonder. Um, Lita. The fact that uh-huh. yeah, the fact that I can see change in terms of, or I, I'm actually somewhat excited for Arsenal games now. That's a massive change. The fact that I look forward to no, absolutely, hundred uh, percent. I think it's a it's it's a complete paradox in terms of how I felt under Emery. For me, watching Arsenal under Emery was like watching that snooze fest, uh, Louis Van Gaal at United. It's a it, it's basically it's me it's me remembering that kind of football. Yeah, Vince, Vince, I just want to put something to the table real quick. Yeah, uh, the time was nine p.m. twenty seven. Ah, here we go. Twenty eighteen oh five twenty one, Vincent. <laughs> underscore underscore 92 i am be- capital letters i am very very happy with unai emery top stuff arsenal okay so, so, so okay so i'm asking you a question now would you not be happy with a guy who had come in with such a such a great track record a guy who had won uh a league title in france managed great well big personalities in france under psg um and then also won back to back to back uh, Europa League. Would you not? Would, would you not be happy with someone replace or someone replacing Wenger, who you know, Dad? Okay. Would you not <laughs> be happy with that? With someone coming in with that kind of pedigree? So um, I'm not. A, I'm not at all embarrassed in terms of my excitement for Unai Emery. Not at all. What I'm excited about is the football that came after Unai Emery. So absolutely fetch those tweets. No embarrassment beside. All right, all right, all right. I'm gonna let it go. Big B, take it over, bro. We got a okay, corner with I us. Mean, <laughs> you guys, uh, you had some all around pretty good shouts. Um, I, I forgot actually about David Luiz. Um, the thing about David Luiz, though, I don't think that anyone would have made it out <laughs> yeah. as a big, as the worst signing if the Arsenal fans didn't make it as if they got such a huge bargain. That was, I think, the main problem mm-hmm. um, with that as. You said you got a bargain, one of the best ball-playing centre-backs in the league, and he mm-hmm. completely turned to shit. But 
um, let's forget about Luis. I'm still going to throw Dombele and Cancelo in there simply because there hasn't been a, a huge story around them, but they just haven't played. Dombele got injured for the remainder of the season, and Mourinho obviously did not rate him at all. Surprise, surprise. And Poch, I think, mm-hmm. kind of had a similar feeling with him. Um, and Cancelo, who knows? Nobody knows. But um, uh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you can go on. No, I just think. Look, I I think we're being a little bit a, a little bit harsh on on Cancelo as well. Like Walker, guys, he he started off the season really well. Uh, I remember watching those. 60 million. Yeah, sixty million. Sixty million. We're not gonna throw the word harsh around. Oh, do you yeah. know what? Maybe if you're gonna sit here and talk about money, like I, I, I'll really embarrass you with your Manchester United bias. Don't stop that, okay? The fact that Cancelo came for for sixty million, yeah, we get it. Pips, Pips, Pips ends a hell of a lot of money on fullbacks, but Cancelo couldn't get into that side. Walker played an incredible start to the season. He was assisting game after game, and honestly, he, Pep almost had no right to go and drop Walker. Okay, Cancelo is, is amazing in an attacking sense, but Walker's pace, uh, Walker's recovering ability. I mean, I think we all saw the change in in how Pep's wingers, in a sense, uh, started coming more inside uh, more inside this year. And I, I think there was less ability to kind of cross in terms of uh, the fullback. So I think that change also perhaps could have affected Cancelo. But no, uh, yes, the fact that he hasn't, he hasn't played enough puts him there. But also, can you really judge it? Walker had an amazing season. Not amazing, not as great as Liverpool, but Walker had a good season. For me, for me, um, it's just Cancelo, to be fair, um, 60 million, yeah, right. That was just some money laundering between uh, Manchester City (laughs) and Juventus. Big facts. Similar to Juventus and Barcelona with with Arthur and and, and Pjanic. So that was never, for me, Cancelo was never a big-time player. He was always going to come in and do what Danilo did before he left. Mm-hmm. Um, come into the bench and play left back or right back whenever he's needed. Mm. Um, but then Dobele definitely in the top five of the worst signings. Um, I don't know what's going on, man. I feel like I'm getting a, a Bakayoko um, <laughs> deja vu moment. Get these guys impressing in, in the league. Uh, beasts like on the ball. They just flipping mountains of men and then they come to the Premier League. They struggle. Bakayoko can't trap a ball to save his life. Dombele can't seem to want to train or be less to do anything with two men, both managers who actually are managers who demand a lot from an individual. And he just literally folded um, but, uh, for both of them. I, I, I Dombele had ability. has bel- Bro, when you watch him, he's got an incredible ability. Yeah, so. but, then, but, then, but then that, that's, that's literally the, the basic thing of, of, of Ability alone will get you nowhere, brother. Because with like he surely nature, but the manager is important as well when it comes to that, Lita. Like you, yeah, you can't go in. Yeah, no way. I would say I would go and say maybe maybe Ndombele uh, doesn't want to train uh, um, under Mourinho. You know, uh, maybe there there's doesn't want to train. There there's a maybe there's a lot of hits over there. Yeah, he has a contract. But, but the thing is, the contract. And and he's, it's his first season. Like for me, like and the thing is, it can't just be. It's not a Mourinho problem. What happened under uh, Poch? There was there, there was no plain sailing there. There were issues where he was unfit. How are you unfit when you 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 come into the first uh, season of the? Uh, was he not banging goals for Tot? Was he not banging goals for Tottenham under under Poch? First Pochettino? game and then first game and then 
and then he, re- he struggled to regain fitness after that. Where there no issues the under Pochettino? Was, was Tottenham not in, was it encountering issues under under yeah. Pochettino at the time? No, so, I get no. you, I get you, I get you. Yeah. But, but for me, I can't expect an outsider to come in and then just say, oh, there's issues, okay, let me play into the issues as well and let me lose my performance. Because he, he was a guy coming in as a French international, coming yeah. in with big money, impressed in the Champions League with Lyon. He's coming in all of a sudden now, attitude problems at Tottenham with both managers that have been under, that he's worked under. It's mm. for me, like, I hope, and then I just hope that obviously there's more uh, to it than, 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 than more than, to the story, 100%. 100%. Exactly. 100%. I, yeah. I really hope because, and but that we'll see that next season. Let's see how he does next season if he if he comes back because if he, if he, if he still carries season. on with the same excuse, <laughs> imagine, but like, ah, but yeah, but who will buy him? That's the thing. Maybe PSG, I I mean, PSG, Barca talk, but. I doubt they'll be they'll Barcelona. Per, hey, oh, <laughs> but, Barcelona with Eric Abidal and his French deals, eh? You know, <laughs> <laughs> like they haven't worked out him. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I'm sure he's going to be back. Perhaps it was, I don't know, and, and, and we all know how Mourinho is. You know what I mean? They, this and big, high-profile players have gone and commented on the fact that you know when you sometimes you get to that stage with Mourinho where you you know you were almost want to rip his head off, but sometimes you get to a stage where oh. you literally would go on that field and bleed for that guy. So perhaps he, he's just at the I don't know the former before he gets to the latter. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Yeah. I think we can generally agree that um, Joe Linton, Louise, Pepe, yeah. whatever order. Moise Keane. Yeah, Keane as well. There. Yeah. With Keane as well, I thought Angelotti would have. I would believe that Angelotti was going to unlock him. Italian on Italian, great manager, wonder mm-hmm. kid. I thought it was the perfect match, but I mean... I think it's the weight of the shirt, though. Like it's the weight of being the front man at Everton, as there is a weight for Joe Linton to be the number nine at Newcastle. Sometimes it's a. I mean, we're talking about greats that have worn those shirts, guys. Uh, and for you to go and like chuck guys in there, you know that. I suppose you bring in for for big money as well, but also legends have worn those jerseys, so they expect a lot as well. So perhaps also, you know, we needed to kind of like dim down expectations because. As we know, you know, uh, reality is often tempered by expectations. But we we have to we have to we have to get it noted that Ancelotti said he wants to keep Moise Keane. Hundred percent. So he is happy with him. Hundred percent. I think it would be idiotic for another shout for another shout for 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 worst signing. Uh, Revel Morrison for, for Sheffield Day, eh, Brian. Don't forget nah, that. I mean, right. Menace, Menace they didn't, they didn't free, free. <laughs> That's no surprise. Nah, That's no surprise. I love, I love Revel, but it didn't work out. It didn't work out for Jack Rodell either. Um, I saw him play, True. actually. Um, yeah, a couple times. I was times. really shocked to see him. I don't know how that man... Is finessing the game. How he almost signed for Roma, and now he signed for another Premier League club. Now that guy's a genius. We'll see him in an AC Milan shirt soon, bro. You'll see. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 don't even know, yeah. I don't even know where Jack Roddle's playing their fo- his football anymore. Like, really? Nah, nah. Shit player, bro. Yeah. But uh, well, I wouldn't say shit. I, I just think that he he really like some someone. I think someone quoted quoted saying. Uh, 
you know, a player that leaves too early. You know, I think he was a guy who who kind of saw a piece of the a piece of the pie and didn't realize that he wasn't ready for that pie. And that's what you did when you went to Man City, and I think it's been going been regressing ever since. Hey, niggas got to eat. That's a problem, bro. Uh, you see, but uh, looking f- focusing on focusing on the macro instead of the micro. You know, sometimes you got to start small. Yeah. But um, what do we know? We're just on the staff over here while these guys are in their top. <laughs> but uh, talking about finessing the game, we're going to go to the best signings of the season, and I'm going to start with Lita again. Um, there are not really that many great shouts, standout shouts. There's uh, Bruno, obviously. Um, Rodri La Salsa has had a great season as well Bergwijn uh, mm-hmm. who do you think you know deserves a, a good shot at the signing of the season um, as you say you know you, you made some, you mentioned some um, notable uh, uh, players there in terms of the best signings um, you can't really even though I really hate to say this, but you can't really look past. Um, ah, I mean, if I'm really gonna have to say this, just say it. Um, you can't really look past Danny Ings for Southampton. I mean, but okay, we can open up to Ings. But was Ings not on loan at Southampton last season? Yeah, but he confirmed it this time, so there's permanent can, signings. Yeah, it was if like you, twenty million. I mean, yeah, if, yeah. If, if you wanna, if you wanna mention guys like Pulisic and Kovacic who signed for Chelsea, apparently, according to you, you can also include Dan Ings in that list. No, but okay, we're not gonna get into semantics. But uh, Pulisic <laughs> hasn't played for Chelsea yet until this season. That's why I didn't make Kovacic wouldn't even be in my shot okay. anyway. Yeah, so. Okay. 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 Okay, I know you're trying to no, defend your boy here. No, no, no. You can go and uh, uh, we can we can allow Ings. We can allow Ings. Ah, good look at you. Okay, Danny Ings. That that's definitely my shout, man. Um, what a performance for for Southampton. I mean, I remember when they lost. Was it eight 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 no or, or nine no nine yeah. no um, to, to what this uh, to Leicester. So, you know, um, for them to, 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 to turn around and survive comfortably uh, in the Premier League. Um, but close second, you definitely have to uh, say uh, Bruno Fernandes. Um, without that, I think, how much was it? About 50-odd million, 54 <laughs> in, in January uh, from, from Sporting. Um, proper signing. Literally carried United on his back with his penalties and his um, through balls. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll definitely put Bruno close. Yeah, Bruno, <laughs> Bruno top signing. Yeah, top signing. Yeah. Can't really put past him. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I'll throw in since Lita opened that basket. Um, you can throw in uh, Yuri Tillemans as well who was confirmed this season. I think he's had a great season, but where do you stand, yeah, uh, Moipi? Yeah? <laughs> um, Wait. I, I, no, sorry, I, th- I thought you were continuing a sentence there. My bad. <laughs> um, why does Moipi do a quick one? Like, why does Moipi always seem like he's sleeping with these podcasts? Like, it doesn't... No, it, it's not difficult to answer a question if you're paying attention. Anyway, carry on, sir. Man of the people. Okay, thank you. Oh, uh, you guys. Um, 
Nah, um, Yuri, dope, dope, dope signing. If we're going to talk about like confirmed permanent things, I think Bruno's the obvious one because of um, what he did in the in, in like the final stretch of the race. Like he literally dragged us. Like February, they said we're 15 points behind Leicester or something like that. And people were tweeting me that we'll never see top four. I should forget about it. And he, he single-handedly changed the mood and the way we think about playing the game. Like, everyone was like, I feel like everyone was about keeping the ball and counter-attack. Oli was like, we don't have enough going forward, so we have to protect the ball and when when we can, go forward with it. He changed the way we, like, I think he literally changed the way Oli had to change had, had to manage the game as well. Oli had to, had to, had to like, Stop going into games thinking counter attack, and we're gonna have the ball. We have to play with possession now. Uh, and when you think about impact, I think a, a good signing, like I was saying earlier, is about impact. What did they do to the team? What did they add to the team? It's hard to look past Bruno. Um, close second, oh, Danny Ings, ridiculous amount of goals for the season. Um, and I, I can't remember exactly when Pulisic was. When he, when he was confirmed for Chelsea, but that boy's been amazing, I have to say. I forget how young he is, and yo, know, that, that boy did work. I won't even lie, but I think it's Bruno, and I'll put I'll put Pulisic second, tied with Danny Ings. Okay, all right. Mm. Okay, interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, man, uh, let me quickly just like make a small little comment on man of the people because I, I told myself today that I'm gonna bring a little notepad and anything he says. Uh, or oh, anyone says that I feel I don't agree on, I'm going to go and comment on. L- listen, I get it, okay? Bruno Fernandes absolutely changed Maine out of the season, okay? But, wow, I, I, we look at his goal contributions and his, his assists. Guys, please go look at uh, Bruno Fernandes' goals and assists. We're talking... We're talking this guy is a stat merchant like he's a Lisbon James Milner but now you guys are you guys are making him out to be a certain messy on the pitch he is a stat patter uh, please go look at this and now we're just talking about penalties as goal as goal contributions he's got a great eye for a pass got a good uh swing of the foot uh swing of the foot on him but boy did a certain thing called var help him in terms of his goal contributions vince can i ask you something since we're on this point but but i still have the conch this is lord of the flies it's my time to speak man of the people um but if i had to be completely honest and i have to be completely humble um i think it would be such a disservice if i didn't completely say that yeah look it's been Completely evident that one guy absolutely changed uh, the side uh, this season. Uh, his goals dragged them through a very difficult situation. And honestly, they achieved greatness at the end of the season. And uh, yeah, look, this this guy really did the business. And it's a guy with 17 goals a season and, and six assists. And that's Raul Jimenez for me. Permanent transfer after a season-long loan deal uh, from Benfica. Uh yeah. And was made permanent this year, 30 million transfer to Wolverhampton Wanderers. So that's for me, my signing the season. Second, Danny Ings. Third, a certain Bruno Fernandez. And that is my top three. Mm. Um, Brian, just, just to just just to add, sorry, just to add on my list, um, see people have top threes. I'll definitely have to you can't really look past um oh well you have to mention in terms of 
a bargain and and what he uh, uh, how he impacted on the team. Um, Alan Saint Maximin for 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 Newcastle, sixteen point five million um, from 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 Liga, like what he did, and and like yo, he's such an irritating player to play against. Um, in terms of, of when you when you watch your team play against him, because he's so quick he's on the maverick. ball. He's a maverick. He, he he's a guy who will try anything and everything, um, no matter how ridiculous he looks at that moment. But sometimes it it, it comes off and it has come off a lot this season for Newcastle mm-hmm. crucial moments. Um, so definitely for 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 in terms of the price, I mean under twenty mil nowadays for for top player like him, who I would be surprised if. If a big club doesn't come around and and, and poach him from Newcastle, um, definitely he'll be he'll make my top three um, along with um, Danny Ings, Bruno, and yeah, and then Saint Maximin. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, I'm gonna. No, go- men- no, no mention of Jimenez, uh, uh, Lita. No mention yeah. of the guy. That- no mention of yeah. my, my guy Jimenez who dra- who dragged Wolves to Europe. Come on. No, hold on, Vince. Yeah. When I said when I said to you, Mandem. That Man United should sign Raul Jimenez. You, you, you men were talking about, oh my goodness, that is trash. Why would you go for him? You guys are really mm. digging low right now. For... You just change a damn tune. Oh my goodness gracious, Vince. Honestly, I will put any, I will put any man ahead of that uh, Lisbon James Milner. I really will because I'm oh, not gonna go. Not? I'm Big not gonna go and something. yeah. Big yeah. How many times in the history of football? Has a player um, won, potentially won, played the season for two clubs in in, in the same season? Oh, get out of here. Honestly, get okay, out of here. How many times ah, Listen, ah, I'm gonna, you're not doing this. I'm no, making... Big B, step in here because this guy is trying to get us to go and to, to spread his propaganda and I'm not doing I'm it. You know who's top scorer for sporting Lisbon for the season? Vince, guess who it is. Top you're scorer the... sporting Lisbon for the season. Who is it? Guess. You're not the host of the, of the stuff. All right, good. Listen, I'm going to give my, my Bruno take here. Um, Bruno, for me, is obviously a great player, and he had a, he did have a great impact on um, United. But for me, it's also a case of just everything aligned with his arrival. Um, he yes, came sir. back, Martial came back, Rashford came back. After lockdown, Pogba came back. And we saw more of a team that we should have been playing for the majority of the season, if, but we unfortunately had so many injuries. So I feel, yes, mm-hmm. he did have a great impact, but there were other major factors which helped him along the way. And he is a great player, and he did deserve those uh, um, Premier League Player of the Months. But as well, I'm not going to give him all the credit Marshall, Rashford, Harry Maguire, Pogba, they deserve just as much. Okay, not Pogba because he didn't do much this season. But the others deserve just as much praise as Bruno. Um, but yeah, I'm going to, for mine, I'm, I'm, I'm going for, for Harry Maguire. I think um, 80, <laughs> mil, 80, 80, 80 mil was a lot of money for him. And obviously, I don't believe... Anyone is worth that. Um, it's a bit of an anomaly that Virgil lived up to that money, but he played every game. He, mm, we conceded what over fifteen goals less than last season, so our defense did improve. 
He stepped up as a captain. He did have some embarrassing moments, but what defender doesn't? Virgil got completely sliced up by uh, RB Leipzig. I'm not RB Leipzig, RB Salzburg. Um, so, yeah, and we finished third. So this is definitely, definitely improved the team. Um, might not have been 80 miles worth of improvement, but I think he's definitely been a great signing um, of the season. Um, any objections to that? Um, hmm. Do you know what, eh? Do you know what? Um, there's no one you can tell me that 80, like Harry Maguire is worth 80 million. But also, I'm just saying that it's not that it can't have been that difficult to go and step into that Man United defense. It, it, it couldn't have been because for me, it's just a, it's just things worked in his favor. Okay, like for once, he had a really, really good right back in Aaron Wan-Bissaka. You guys, I don't know how you guys don't realize that Lindelof had an incredible season as well at center back. He had an immense um, season. Okay, how hard is it to pass to Obama in? How is it to pass to Obama? How hard is it to pass to Obama? Are you are you absolutely joking right now? You're telling me it's not hard to step oh. into the Man United defense. How hard is it to pass to Obama in like a Z? <laughs> Those are two completely different things. Oh my goodness! You're talking about stepping into a, a, a spot and doing the job. How hard is it to pass to Obama? In? Are you telling me that's the only job that is essentially we need to go and do at Arsenal? <laughs> oh wow! I mean. Wow. Shit. I don't blame I, I don't I don't blame Pepe's season because he's still downloading him. I mean, <laughs> do you know, seeing as seeing as you want, do you know, Bobby, Here's my thing with you is that you literally do this time and time again. It's it's like you forget that literally in the past seven seasons you've only finished ahead of us twice, literally twice in 2018 when you were under the management of Mourinho, and now. You finished. Are you? You finished seventh, fourth, fifth, sixth, sixth. Actually, you finished sixth twice. And but how are you eight. literally coming to but me now eight. after after finishing after Arsenal finished above above you, literally every single time, bar two times, and the most re- and, and the second time is a treat now. I just don't understand how you feel that stats aren't our stats are actually in your favor. It just never ever makes sense to me. It's like it's like you're watching Man United, but you're also looking at a different vlog at the end of the season. It, it, it baffles me, really. Hey, bro, eight might be a number. I've seen eight two before that fight. You are embarrassing, bro. Wow, how'd you look at this in the morning? Wow. <laughs> anyway, Big B, please step in. No, you're apparently uh, mad at the people. <laughs> I definitely I take your point about Harry Maguire, but I think with your shout as well, everything has to align. I don't think Jimenez plays yeah, so well. If he doesn't have that connection with Adama or Jota or you know the Portuguese uh, mandem in the midfield, so yeah, mm-hmm. I, I stick by him. Um, but I'll definitely put. Um, I think Ings would be my my number one as well um, to agree mm-hmm. with Lita because I mean just... number one's Jeff, bro. No, I mean I don't want to say Ings as well, like. That would just be like, okay, Lita, I agree with you, Ings. I'm going to bring my guy in there. Okay. Bring my guy into the conversation. Okay. I think he deserves to be in the conversation. 
Um, but <laughs> no, he does not. <laughs> he really doesn't. No, eh? he doesn't. He really not. doesn't. Eh? I'm sorry, man. For 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 signing of the season, though, he barely he barely made an okay signing of the season. He barely made that. Maguire, th- um, I, th- I think Maguire had like one incredibly immense game. Like I think it was like a second or third game of the season where wow, he really played his socks off. I think he was he was getting every ball, he was crossing every ball. I'm not crossing him. He was defending every single set piece. I think then I was like, okay, cool. Maybe these guys have themselves hold on, hold to play on. here. Lita. But come on, man. He's coasting. Lita. But I, you know yeah. about Harry Maguire at, yeah. at Stamford Bridge. Assist, Bruno Fernandes. Goal, Harry Maguire. <laughs> you know what he can do. Yikes. So, Yikes. <laughs> so let's not go there. Yeah, no. I think, I think maybe it's just a bit of bias from my side. But yeah. He's okay. He's, he's but eighty more. The fact that you spent you spent eighty more, you cannot put him in any signing of the season uh, 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 categories unless he was one of the best players of the, of the, of the whole. Uh, Fair enough. You mean, so, uh, he was you mean unless he improves your defense? Is that what you mean? Unless he improves your defense? Yeah, but he improved the defense of of, of Man United, and but Man United didn't do anything besides sneak into third. Literally sneak. <laughs> Like, Sick. like, oh my word! Like, you gotta you know, 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 I, think, how, I wonder. Please tell me, Brian. Please research this. How many weekends or how many nights have you guys spent in the top four this season? I'd love to know. Matter. Listen, that don't matter. We finished third. Snacking. You are fourth. But what you I, tied, tied third. What tied, I do want to say is tied third. We're tied up with UEFA League, Champions League. That's what we're tied up with. Lita, um. A year from now, when the next season's starting or finishing, and we have this debate, I want you to remember what you said. 80 mil, you're spending it on Kai Harvard, and I'm going to bring him up when he has a stink of a season. But let's. If if he hits 10 goals and 10 assists, you cannot tell me it's a stink of a season. That's all I'm going to say. He needs to do it in half a season, brother. Can what I, I'm saying, 10, 10 goals, 10 assists, he's not a flop. Okay. Can, can I ask a small question, guys? Small question. No. Um, no, just a small question. <laughs> how, how many, how many, uh, how many, how much did Dan James cost? I think it rose to about 20 million given the, given the fact that certain, um, things, certain um, things were met, right? It, it yeah. was 15, 15 to 20. Around 15, I'm not sure about it, the add-ons. It would it definitely would have risen to twenty billion because now you guys got Europe. Um, for a guy that got four goals a season, uh, good signing. I mean, yeah. you're signing a player from the championship. Um, As a squad player, was ne- he was never. I don't think he was supposed to be a starter. I think he started well and played to his level, maybe for the throughout the season. Okay. Um, so, so, so we're okay. And I think so, Tony was injured when he started, so okay. it was him Rashford up top. No, I just want to find out because if, if you guys are saying Moise Keane was definitely one of the worst signings season and he went gone, went on to score three goals and he cost them 30 million, uh, I just want to quickly find out if a guy who probably cost 20 million but ended up scoring four goals would obviously be in the same brand. No, just a as, question. But we, are, we talking, are we talking probably as, again? No, I'm, just, I, I'm, I'm asking. I'm as asking, you mentioned, you know, the weight of the shirt. Keen has a, the expectation uh, of of, of 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 Moise Keen was to be the guy for Everton, and that expectation was never there for Dan. And I'm not really talking about the num- actual shirt and the number of the shirt. I'm just talking about the expectation 
coming into the club. I think Dan James, I'm, I, I, I think he didn't have as as good season as I would have hoped, but I wouldn't say it was mm-hmm. worst signing, one of the worst signings. No, that wasn't a bad deal at all for me. Okay, okay, uh, but okay, I'll accept that. Apparently, okay. Carrying on with the with individuals, um, the managers, um. <clears throat> Mm. Jurgen Klopp's going to be on a lot of you guys' lips. Uh, but... Nope. No? Okay. Um, yeah, Lita. Chrissy Wilder, Brendan Rogers. they called him a bottle job, but I still think, you know, Leicester Fifth is a great job. Uh, Fra- uh, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. Um, Go on. Yeah, what's, what's your shout? Um, uh, Nuno um, as well, Nuno. Yeah. Yes. Um. There's there's a lot. There's a lot. I, I would have definitely gone Chrissy Wilder easily if he had if he had qualified for Europe. Um. Unfortunately, you know, uh, Sheffield's form after lockdown, particularly I think they lost the last three games as well of the season. They really, really had a slump of form. But he would have definitely been in my top one. He's definitely in my top three though. Um. But you can't really look past um, Jurgen Klopp. I mean, 30 away for Liverpool. Almost did it last season. So many points that they achieved. I think it was 97, if I'm not mistaken. Um, for them to then bounce back and then pick up another 99 points. I mean, that 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 that's a lot. Um, that, that, that deserves a lot of credit. Um, with a lot of pressure, obviously, having uh, uh, needing to win this Premier League after 30 years, as I said, he definitely deserves the, the, the nod. I know he got the, 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 the League Managers Award, um, Association, sorry, uh, award. Um, so that he does deserve it. Um, but Frank Lampard deserves uh, also a mention. Does he, though? Because, you know, a lot of predictions. Wow. Yes, because a lot of predictions. <laughs> Um, we're, we're not putting Chelsea in the top four at all. Um, I think probably 10% of the pundits out there were saying Chelsea and, and, and Frank Lampard's going to finish in the top four. I mean, a guy from the championship, a transfer ban, having to play a uh, uh, um, lot more youngsters than he probably would have, um, relying on a lot more players that he probably wouldn't have preferred uh, according to the system he's playing. Definitely, I don't think a player like Jorginho is, is a Lampard player. Definitely don't think guys like Marcus Alonso would have been signed if uh, uh, Lampard was the coach. So um, he had to deal with all that and obviously the expectation of being a Chelsea manager, which is not easy because a lot of people assume if you don't perform, you will get sacked, and which uh, is what happens. But I think Lampard has definitely also earned himself uh, a bit of leeway being uh, the club legend that he is, um, being the individual that he is. So definitely he's in my top three. But yeah, so that that would be Jurgen, number one. Chrissy Wilder for what he did with um Sheffield. I mean promotion, promoted side, top six majority of the season to finish ninth. Not bad. Um and then thank you for, for taking Chelsea to top four once again. Before I go to you, Moipi, I just wanna you guys have claimed that we um United boys have the bias. But I want to call you out, Lita, over there. 
as to how you can put Bruh. Frank Lampard above Nuno or Brennan Rodgers. <laughs> Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Tell me, let, tell let me, me land. Really, let me land. Me, okay. Uh, uh, Nuno uh-huh. had a full, as you mentioned on the last podcast, a full calendar year, or not calendar year, but a full um, year of football. He started off in the early Europa League qualifiers. He had a shaky start. They stabilized the show. Yeah. They finished seventh. Um, with that, they, they haven't got the biggest squad as Frank Lampard has. Um, as you always, always these, this, this Chelsea hysteria of Chelsea, such a young team. We United have had the youngest team this season. Um, that's a fact. And Lampard, he's 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 managing ballers. He's not managing kids off the off the street. Um, these guys like Kurt Zuma, you bought them from Saint Etienne, and you've invested time, money. He's played He's played um, at good clubs like Everton, and it's 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 now not a, a thing to say. Okay, um, nah, Frank Lampard, this and those are ballers. Uh, Marco Marcus Alonso. Um, uh, listen, okay, so, so, okay, you, you've, I think you've landed. You've landed very well. So I'll I'll say this in defense of Frank Lampard. Nuno is not working with the pressure of 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 of, of a Frank Lampard at Chelsea. Nuno has a team that he hasn't changed much over, over the two seasons that he's been there. He's maintained a similar position that he did last season. So I wouldn't say um, 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 he has he, he doesn't deserve a mention in terms of top five maybe with uh, Brendan Rodgers as well. But I wouldn't go in and, and put him because he didn't come in the season with all the pressure that Lampard had. And it's his second year as a manager. It's just his second year as a manager. Right. Not, not uh, his fifth or tenth year or whatever. Nuno's an experienced man, so no, no, that's what I'm saying. So Brendan Rodgers even deserves a shout ahead of Nuno for me because even though he bottled it badly in the end, he took a Leicester side from mid table, uh, uh, brought them uh, one well last season, and then uh, had them top five this year. So yes, I would, I would even put Brendan Rodgers ahead of of, of 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 Nuno fifth. Nuno, fourth, Rogers, Lampard, third. Lita, 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 Lita. You think, you think, you think, if Frank was in charge of the Leicester team, where do you think they'd finish? We don't know. What if uh, Pep was in charge of the We're speaking hypothetical. Where do you think uh-huh. they'd finish? With that Leicester side, I feel, I feel like you would have probably still achieved the top eight finish. Top eight. So yeah, you're saying, so you're saying the Chelsea squad did the work for him then? For who? Lampard? No. Yeah. Hell no. The Chelsea. Nope. <laughs> Is that Lita's Wi-Fi now? Probably. <laughs> bro. That's Frank pulling the plug there, bro. What is he talking about right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so. And, and yours, Mwepi, I'm, I'm quite, I know what you're going to go and say. So, you know, just like rip the bandaid off. I'm not, I'm not, you know what, I'll, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to give, I'm not going to list, I'm not going to say any other red team or anything like that. I just want to give a big shout to uh, Southampton and their managers. It's Hasselholt, Hasselholt. Who's in They were, yeah. They were a sinking ship in the beginning of the season. And what he did, like, I think it impressed me to see them, um, even before the Man United game a couple of weeks ago, um, the way like he, he revived that team and he, he stuck with it. He said, no, we're going to play better. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We have the players. I didn't believe him. I thought that squad was done. I thought that um, 
they sold every last good potential they had. And I think to finish where they finished, to play the way they played towards the end of the season, um, for, for, for the, the, the owners to stick with this manager, I'm just so happy and proud of him. Um, yeah. Wilder, obviously, to get in that, to get to play around that top four, Rogers to play in that top four space. Um, Nuno, I think everyone that watched Wolves is going to respect him and has respect for him as a manager. Uh, firstly, for assembling that team and getting them to play such good football. Um, but obviously, I guess we've got to give it to Klopp, man. If you win the title by such a margin. Um, and, and I don't think that I don't think that Liverpool squad is that amazing, man, honestly. I think individually, they're not that amazing. I think Klopp put them together. He, he, he showed them how to play together and how to win together. So I have to give credit where credit is due. Mm, okay. Um... Look, I, I think we're all in agreement. Like, man, he's definitely Klopp. And I think you guys are really saying his praise enough, really. Um, the hugger of the people. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, look, he's, he's had an immense, two, uh, an immense two seasons. I hate the fact that uh, his players are posing with the Champions League and the Premier League. Like, you know, right. they won both them in, in one season. Okay, you're the holders for like another, <laughs> you know, two, fortnight or, or so, whatever. And, you know, credit where credit's due. I personally... Do think that they do have an amazing side, really. Mm. I think that uh, I, I think that front three is amazing. I think that back four is incredibly amazing. Um, and yeah, Joe Gomez, I, I find him very wildly underrated. I think he's really, really good. And honestly, if your back four is good, if your front three is probably one of you know the best front threes in the world, just in terms of how they work together, your your middle three doesn't have to be all too wild and impressive, you know. Jordan Henson does what he needs to do, captain on and off the pitch. You know, you've got the guy, you've got Genie in there, you've got a vice captain in James. Um, you've got the guys that, that fill in the gaps there. I, I personally think that individually, they're an incredibly great side. But that's also what you get in terms of investment, uh, really, in, in, in the right places. And I'm not even, I haven't even spoken about Allison. So, yeah, I would no. say... Yeah. For me, yeah, Jurgen definitely man of the season. Um, I think second, I would definitely put Chris Wilder there. I think you do, you're taking a team from the championship to them flirting with uh, Champions League and flirting with Europe, and it's just so unfortunate that uh, lockdown or shall I say C19 happened when it happened because I just really had uh, incredible aspirations and hopes for them along with uh, the Foxes, um, who yeah, essentially I would I would then go and put Brendan. Uh, a third, because for me, I, I just think if I, if I'm gonna go and give someone, uh, you know, an accolade of listen, you've done a job here. There's got to be improvement for me, like yeah. incredible improvement. The fact that Wilder brought in a championship side, they finished ninth. Brendan came into a job of the Foxes, who had finished, uh, I think it was ninth the previous season, to going and finishing fifth. And do you know what? They they really got pipped for that Champions League spot. Um, because of squad depth, because of, uh, an, you know, a team above them that was able to go and, you know, bring in the player that they wanted, um, have everybody fit, have more people to go and choose from. I just think that, yeah, the Foxes, the Foxes just, yeah, or Brendan deserves a hell of a lot of, uh, yeah, a hell of a lot of plaudits for the season. And I just, look, Nuno did an incredible uh, job in terms of, you know, balancing his ship uh, and as Brian mentioned earlier things were really in turmoil at the start of the season um but for me you've you finished last season seventh you finished the season seventh uh 
there's really no improvement for me. And I'm not going to go and, uh, and think of even putting <laughs> Frank Lampard in okay. there because, Bruh. no, they're, 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 look, Chelsea finished, it's the fourth this season. They finished third yeah. last year, really. So, and, and what, and, and also, listen, there was no pressure for Frank uh, for Frank Lampard being the, zero, the, being the manager. There was zero pressure. They came out, said, listen, and if you know that you're taking a job where everybody knows you can't spend, and I mean, that's a big wow for a Chelsea manager. Um, if you're coming into a job and you know you can't spend, then essentially you have to deal with the guy who's going to do the job for you. And Frank coming in as a legend of the club, he was always going to get all the leeway. Best, best believe if it was someone else in that managerial slash coach role that had had the season that Frank was having, in the first half of the season, that guy would have got the sack by December. So wow. I'm sorry, but he does like, not ever get he, he never gets onto my mind my mound rush more of the season. No chance. Vince, you said it well, like 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 they had no choice but to stick with him. He was brought in to to quiet the fans. Mm. That uh, they're not gonna complain about the manager mm. and the whole transfer thing. Like it, it it was all the way up for him. He was like a caretaker manager. That's wow. how I feel it was for him. Really? Hundreds. <clears throat> And, and you know, look, and also, yeah, okay, we get it. You lost um, Eden Hazard um, last season, but you know what, dude? You got Kristen Pulisic, okay, a guy who really, whose goals have really dra- dragged you to your third and fourth in Champions League this season. So I'm sorry, you you can't go and say no. But listen, he really had to make do with what he had. Listen, what he what he had was a team that just a couple of years ago won the Premier League. What he had is a team that finished third last season. So I'm sorry, but regressing and going to fourth to a guy, <laughs> to a team that literally had to bring in a, a, a stat merchant. No, man. No, man. You know, I've got a lot to say with regards to, particularly, particularly the whole comparison of last season finished third. Guys, if you were all honest, Chelsea last season finished third only because Tottenham were shit in the end of last season and Arsenal bottled it hard in the league last season under Unai Emery. If you're going to give Sarri the, the credit for finishing third for because all the other... So why ah, no, 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 because that, because with, 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 no, 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 because with Lampard, Lampard Good question. won the game this season. Can Brian please repeat his question? Lampard actually won his big games this season. Sorry, last season... Hardly won his big games. And literally, the, re- the reason how we made um, um, the, uh, Champions League top four last season was because Arsenal lost three of their four games. I think they lost three of their four <laughs> games last season. They would have easily walked into the top four if, if they had better sense with, <laughs> with under Unai. And you can't tell me uh, that mm. Lampard. And you can say, well, you can come and bullshit me and say there was no pressure. Bullshit. When it comes to, 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 a, to, to a Chelsea manager and being under pressure, it comes with the criticism. A lot of people saying the man's going to get sacked. A lot of people saying the man's going to... Caretaker manager. <laughs> that caretaker manager is now going to have the job permanently and he's going to steer the ship for a while to come, brother. That's all I'm going to say. Watch out because clearly we've already made the moves. Let's see hey. Let's see if maybe we're going to get Sancho or, or someone else at, at United. But Charles have already started making moves. So whatever caretaker, whatever uh, uh, you want to belittle um, um, Lampard, which way, the man... A great job. I'm not belittling, bro. We're not belitt- we're not belittling Lampard. Oh, we're just saying it. There's no way that that guy gets gets it. Gets no way. You trying to tell me? You trying to tell me? I'm you not, trying to tell bro. me honestly? You guys, 
we're all not on that. Lampard's going to get sacked by, by December trade. And now you're not going to give him credit for finishing the I knew he wouldn't. Wow. No, no, wow. no one said. Listen here. Was a if, you can, if you can speak English, okay, and you're, an, you're an English player, and you come with the, the pedigree that Lampard came with. Bro, one, he had the media in his pocket. Okay, okay. Okay, Lita, okay, Lita. Okay, how, then, how many, how many big? Games, okay. No, no, hold on. How many big games did Lampard completely bottle as a manager? There we have. Tactically, we have he was it. completely, he, he, he was completely outplayed, literally three times in a row by Ole Gunnar. He literally, you guys were Man United's daily bread. How are you telling me a guy can get something wrong three times in okay. different competitions then, by the same then, manager, and, and you're then, telling me okay, this manager okay. must? No, no, no. Now tell me what happened. Okay, ah! okay, Vince, you you you, you like I, I love how you're overlooking the biggest result that happened not so long ago, where Lampard outsmarted, we outplayed United off the park with a weekend. What well. game, bro? You took so, about so, most no, 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 of, no, no, most no, of no, the big no, game. Okay, no, no, listen, listen, okay. listen, 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 listen. Sorry, okay. so tell okay. me, tell me, tell me when those two league games and a, a, a League Cup first or fifth or fifth round, whatever, means more than a, a, a Cup semi-final. Tell me. Tell me when the trophy's on the line. Because we finished third, bro. That is the only trophy that Ole's going to have a chance of winning this season. Literally. You can't tell me. Don't, don't tell me. Were you in the Europa League? What are you talking about? Wolves you know, okay. have a better chance of winning the Europa League. <laughs> okay, Lita. I, but I, I, I love being knowing the fact that I do listen to you weekly. Because just last week, you literally said that when those lineups came out, I'm sure Chelsea was licking their lips. That's, those are your words. You literally said that it was clear and evident that these guys had a different agenda. They, so Ole thought that I've, I've pipped these guys three times before. I'm pretty sure I can do it again with this side. And of course, and it didn't work out. And all I'm, say, all I'm saying is, Okay, yes, there were different priorities. Obviously, Ole, Ole saw different priorities or he trusted more in his squad. Very, very bad move. But I'm, but by no means am I saying... That game you won 5-3? Was it 5-3? From that starting lineup? Get out of here, man. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> no ways, dude. You, you were, you, you were 3-0 up against that main United side and you end up three winning 5-3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You let them score three, three goals against you in the second half. It was 3-0 yeah. three, three at a stage before Giroud scored in the 46th minute. I remember these things. Okay, <laughs> so please don't come here and tell me that Frank Lampard pulled a tactical masterclass oh, when he beat wow. a Man United. Okay, cool. No, no. Okay, let's let's Lita. let's do this. Let's do this because it's literally an Arsenal and two United fans who hate Lampard to their core, to the core. So I'm not gonna expect any different. I'm not gonna expect anything less from you guys. Let's, let's move on. I'm not saying let's hey, move on. I, I, I don't hate on. Lampard. I, I just think that Mr. he got a certain type of he got a certain type of privilege when he became manager or coach of Chelsea. Where was this energy? Where was this energy when you made your predictions at the beginning of the season? Where did you say Chelsea was gonna finish? I said Chelsea would finish fourth. Mm. I said Chelsea would finish fourth, and I said Man United would finish. Mm. Are you sure? United would finish third, bro. We need to bring that up. We need to bring that up. Hundred oh, percent, bro. I think I remember Chelsea sixth. I'm with this. I think Chelsea. The only thing I, I called wrong was I, I thought Chelsea was going to win the league. That's it. On that list of yours, but we need to see. 
no, 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 As no, I no, said, no, Ole's no, already no, picked no, up no, no, the trophy. No, no, no. Yeah, Molda, Norway, Norwegian leagues, bruh. Talking about big things here, man. Big things. Yeah. And people need and people need to stop referring to Ole as a as a young exactly. manager. You guys did that in last year's podcast. That guy's been managing exactly. for a long time. Stop that. Okay, stop that. The, 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 the guy who calls himself man of the people <laughs> refers to this guy as a young I'm manager. The guy has great hair. The guy has great hair. <laughs> Seriously. You tired years ago. Honestly. When Ole when Ole got his first manager role, I was I wasn't even in matric. Are you joking? I'm a grown man now with 10 years of work experience. Are you telling me that that guy's a young manager? Are you mad? And also, let's not berate now Lampard and go and say he uh, he's a shit manager. Bullshit. That guy, I, I think that he plays probably some of the most attractive football. I uh, like his football. I'm just saying that there's no chance that you go and put okay. him in that one of those in that manager of the season. Okay, guys. That's it. Guys, I've heard your 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 takes, and you've mentioned. Jürgen Klopp, you've mentioned Brendan Rodgers, you mentioned Chrissy Wilder, and it's all around mm. this one club. And I'm not saying, I'm just throwing this out there. Would you guys not put Ole in this discussion? Oh, get out. And here, let me land, let me land. Mm. Ole mm. took, you know, over a team struggling under Mourinho. And we're not. We just just fast forward to the season. He took a huge step in letting go of our probably best striker, and keeping faith in Martial and Rashford and Greenwood. And he's been under pressure, under huge, huge amounts of pressure, and he still managed to finish third, as Vince said, with uh, Daniel James and. Um, Harry Maguire, Aaron Basaka, and it's been it's been tough at times um, with injuries. Uh, we, as I mentioned on the last pod- podcast, when we went to Sheffield, we had a midfield of Pereira and Fred. So I feel like he, I'm, I'm I don't hundred percent believe in him, but I'm just throwing it out there. Do you not think he deserves to be in this discussion? Can I start this one? Can I start this one? I'm sorry, but Ole is nowhere is no is nowhere in that conversation. Why I say this? Okay, United finished sixth in the 2018-19 season, right? Am yes, I correct? So ab- above them, ab- above them was Arsenal. You you can't even think that they were gonna go and do better than United this season. They've had three managers. Above them was Spurs, who have gone through Pochettino and brought in Mourinho this season. You can't you can't think that they would have. Uh, finish ahead of them and then obviously we, we all know that there's been that Chelsea battle uh, throughout the season so no for me it's it's exactly why I would have expected them to finish having spent 80 million on the defender 50 million on a on a right back brought in James Milner uh, in the January transfer window um, so no it's a it's essentially exactly what I would have expected okay. of Ole sorry Fair so enough. no yeah uh, 
Boy I've, got, I've got nothing. To, I've got nothing to add to this. Um, Brian, yeah, I, I think I think he's done a good job, and like we said about Frank and Ollie, their season's on. <coughs> um, we still have a few more weeks to 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 see how they finish the season. Um, I think if they both pick up trophies, then we can judge which one was um, was a bit harder to pick up and which one is seen as um, maybe unexpected from each of them in, in both of their respective roles and challenges for the season. But I think respect has to be given to Oli. I think I think I like how he was talking a bit spicy at the end of um, the, the game this Sunday, um, basically saying like, yo, we had a long way to go. Um, we were written off a few times. Uh, we had a long way to go, but we got here. And and yeah, man, I think I think uh, I don't, I don't want to start the the convo about the, the 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 team we put out against Chelsea. I think Vince uh, sort of touched on it that he didn't put out his best team. He put out his B team via priorities because I think I mentioned the other day that um, Champions League meant I think seventy million pounds for Man United. So the pressures from upstairs were were, were very 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 probably obvious to him probably would have picked up 20 million pounds for the FA Cup and 70 million for Champions League. So I think for objectives and challenges and what they had to achieve, let's give it a couple of weeks. Um, but you have to give some credit to Oli. He had a lot of work to do. Okay. Well, I mean, that yeah. sums it up. Uh, yeah, I think we can all agree. Jürgen Klopp, congratulations to him. But um, just to finish off quickly, I just want to hear your guys... Um, player of the season and young player of the season. I'm going to start with you, Vince. Mm, player of the season for me, uh, I, I, I will tell you who it's not. It's not Jordan Henderson. Okay? It's not Sadio Mane. It's not Mo Salah. It's only one man and it's Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, I think... You know when they talk about German efficiency, but he's not a German. I think that's the that's the Bruyne for you. I think the Bruyne essentially gets the ball, looks at what the what we can do as an end product, and if that end product is not achieved, I think he's disappointed. Um, I think he's just been an incredibly immense season, tying up, uh, tying with Thierry Henry's 20, 20 assist record. I think he's just yeah. And every time you watch him, I think it's unanimous that you know that he is the best player on the pitch that day. So yeah, for me, KDB player of the season. Um, young player of the season. Uh, if I'm allowed, if everyone's been biased here today, so I too am going to be biased, and I'm going to go and say Bukayo Saka had an incredible season uh, for a for a for a kid for a child. I think Bukayo Saka had an amazing season for Arsenal. Um, being asked to go and fill in, uh, avoiding specific roles. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure you guys are going to come with your with your guys, but for me, I've I followed the story and I think I think he's been immense this season. So yeah, Bukayo Saka and just Kevin to touch Nicole. on that, I hope Saka mm. picks Nigeria actually for his uh, international allegiance. I mean, England is just because they've got too much now. Like Nigeria need a guy like Saka, but um, yeah, mm. I, I mean, I would have said. Trent is an obvious young player, but fair play to Saka. Uh, man of the people. Mm. Um, player of the season, I have to agree with Vince. Um, he, he said everything. I don't have to add too much more to that. I think, yeah, I think that Liverpool team, they're all, 
I think they all dropped some seven out of tens for the season, but like all equally, so they won that league. Uh, KDB didn't drop his standard. Young player of the season. If Trent is in the conversation, oh, it's tough. Um, I think Mason Greenwood is, is a standout for me because of him matching uh, Wayne Rooney's record and um, George Best, the legend. I think Brian Robson as well. Um, I think that's that's incredible for for a teenager. The mentality to step out and I think the confidence he showed. Also, Saka, 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 Saka's a very good shout. I like them, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with KDB and Mason Greenwood for me. Okay, okay Lita. Um, you know, it's always it's not it's not always easy to pick um, a player of the of the season, particularly when there's not really a a standout individual like a Suarez or, or Hazard in, in in his day. Um, but for this season. <laughs> How is there no standout of a guy tied a record? What yeah, are you saying? Yeah, man, not really. Like, who who tied the record? Tell me who tied the record, sorry. Kevin De Bruyne, so, 20 so, assists. So, are you helpers, yeah, my boy? So He's your waiter. So, for me, so I say this, you know, um, Kevin De Bruyne, definitely up there. Uh, you can't say, I'm not going to say he's a standout player. He's been, he's been playing very well, but he hasn't, ah, I don't know. I, I just have something against City, man. They the way they play. I mean, Sterling, Sterling gets twenty, no, Sterling gets 20 goals a season now. Um, so for me, uh, um, like, look, no, no, Kevin, but I'm not taking anything away. Like, the, for me, my point about there was no standout player, mm-hmm. as in I'm talking about a man who bangs goals, a man who who steals headlines. Kevin, when outside Guerrero steals headlines more than KDB in that team. KDB obviously is passes best passer, I think, of a football in the world, um, um, at the moment, but. Um, ish, I would have really loved to say because that's for me. I believe player of the season should come from a, a, a Premier League winning team. Um, solely because solely because uh, they Why? were particularly in this case with Liverpool winning by so many points. And um, so, so, so a small question. So, so even though City won the league, so, so even though City won the league yeah. in two of the previous seasons. And the player of the year never ever came from City, but it came from a Liverpool. Uh, from Liverpool, like I said, that's no, still no, okay though. Like I said, it's not okay for me. I, 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 I did not, I did not say that. I, for me, don't think a player like uh, uh, Virgil maybe couldn't have, shouldn't have won it last season. Should have gone to a City player, as and it should have gone to a City player in other seasons. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing with these okay. awards, man. If it depends, if a player does uh, very well for his team, and then they win the league. But then there's a player who scores 40 mm-hmm. goals and then he wins the award. So in this case, for me, then, like I said, Kevin DeBrenn, 20, 20, 20 assists. I mean, Fabregas got 16 now at the time. But no one ever spoke about him being player of the year and, and in that running. You know, he was in the team of the season, but he wasn't in the top three of people's player of the year that season. People spoke about Hazard and Hazard didn't rack up uh, uh, 15 plus assists for Chelsea. So that's how for me, I wouldn't really put, I wouldn't really put assists. But it, but it, um, even though, like, fuck, I don't want to discredit what Kevin Rubin has done. He would definitely be my second choice. You are I, discrediting not, assists no, right I'm, now. I'm, that's what you're doing. You, 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 are saying, you are saying the guys, 
you're saying the guy that literally steals the steals the headlines and scores the goals this deserves all the recognition and the guy who gets the pass doesn't essentially get that that's essentially what you're saying to me because now you're telling me that you'd go you'd go and rank hazard season that he got i think he just managed double digits in terms of uh his goal contribution for chelsea in that title winning season but he also uh-huh. did rack up a couple of assists but now you're rating uh-huh. him ahead of fabregas for a guy who's for a guy who's so, normally listen, very, very impartial, listen, you, you, so, no, no, you've, no, you've taken your mask off today, my God. Listen to me, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> so I'm saying to you, I'm, 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 I'm clearly okay. saying to you, man, is that Kevin De Bruyne, hmm. take him out of that city side. Where do City finish? They don't finish lower than second. Right? They don't finish lower than second. Take no, they no, definitely no, 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 no. I feel like Bernard, Bernardo Silva and, and other guys can fully adequately, adequately, tell me now, how many seasons, okay, yes. this, tell uh-huh. me now, is this Kevin, is this not Kevin De Bruyne's most um, um, active season in terms of featuring in the most games for City, right? Is it, is it not? Is it not? Okay, and yes. All the other things, all I would say this is, yeah, 100%. Racked up close to 100 points, if not 100 points. Um, yes, I think, yeah, they racked up 100 points. Scored 100 goals with Kevin De Bruyne missing about 40 to 50% of the game. Am I, in, am I, am I wrong in saying that? So, and, and this season, and in this season, I, 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 I wouldn't say 40, I wouldn't say half the game. He missed a lot of crucial games. <laughs> okay. He missed a lot of crucial games. And City, and City still won the league at a canter. Mm-hmm. At a canter mm-hmm. when, he, when they were there. So, what I'm saying is, I'm not discrediting, I am not discrediting Kevin De Bruyne uh-huh. at all. But for me, personally, this is my choice. Remember, we all have yeah. uh, choices here and opinions. So, yeah. so this is, I, I, say, I, as I say, Liverpool, I, I feel the player of the season should come from a Liverpool player. Because of how they've won the league and, uh-huh. and the way they've won the league. And I wish, I just uh-huh. wish, this is where I was coming to, if you had okay. left me land. I wish that Sadio Mane could have continued his pre uh, lockdown form where he, because I think he scored 11 goals pre lockdown yeah. and then really struggled afterwards. I wish, because he would have been, he's an he's a impact player mm-hmm. that, um, uh, not ignoring a Virgil and, and Alisson, for me, more important than, 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 than Salah outside. Yeah. So, Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred. That I would agree with you. 100%. I would look past the version of that because I tell you now, take Virgil out of that team. Take Virgil out of that team. Not only is there a lack of leadership at the back, because Allison is not really the most vocal keeper out there. I feel like the man who marshals that defense and that back five unit is Virgil, and we've seen him missing a few games where, where he's missed games. I think last season where he missed a couple of games and they struggled. So if you take him out of that. Uh, um, um, uh, team and for me he's definitely by far I think the best center back in the league we cannot doubt that so I would definitely rank him but I know people want to talk about Kevin De Bruyne and Kevin De Bruyne is, is, is good but if you want to pick this season to give it to a City player I don't think it, it, it does a bit of injustice to, 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 mm. to an Aguero who carried City to league titles somewhat single-handedly in other seasons so to, if you want to now gonna, give it to a player, I'm, it's, I'm yeah. gonna, but for me I'm just confused as to why you yeah, I'm just confused as to how you say Virgil, uh, what's it, Liverpool struggle without Virgil when he's played all the games for both seasons right now. So I don't know which what season you're watching. <laughs> okay. But, okay, but what I'm the, the point the point remains <laughs> the impact that Virgil has for Liverpool. That's why they've rocked up 97 and 99 points with Virgil in the team as we play. 
I don't know the impact that Virgil's had for Liverpool because I haven't seen Liverpool with Virgil there. That is not, I, I've seen Virgil and Alisson. Okay, I haven't. We're finding reasons to give it to a Liverpool player, and I'm not going to give it to a Liverpool player. No way. I've said it. Virgil. It's a tough one. Uh, Virgil, my player of the season, Virgil, Kevin De Bruyne, um, top, yeah, Virgil, uh, number one, Kevin De Bruyne, number two. Um, I would have easily given it to Kevin if, if City had won the league. But yeah, definitely one, Virgil, two, Kevin De Bruyne. The young player? Young, ah, young player. This is actually... Do not say it, <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> 37 games in the league. He literally played all the games until, if I'm not mistaken, it was the Liverpool game. Aye, 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 aye. Or aye, the one before aye. that. But, okay, aye, you aye. can't you can't really look past Mason Greenwood, even though I feel like he really stat-padded some of his numbers um, in the Europa League. Um, but, he really you know, he's, I mean, he's a promising he's youngster. Fair. He can finish like no other. He is definitely a better finisher than Tam Abraham. So, player of the season, young player of the season, Mason Greenwood, close second, uh, Mason Mount. Wow. Talk to me. Wow. I, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, but if you, if you, if you wanna if you wanna talk, <laughs> listen to this. Mason made his debut for Chelsea this season. Played 37 games in the league, seven goals, six assists, 2,800 minutes for a 21 year old first year. From the championship, you wanna you Great wanna man. look if you if you if you, you wanna really look for just goals and bring in like you know, I remember people were pumping Martinelli. How many goals and how many minutes has he played this season? So Manji. you know it's 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 for youngster to consistently Lita, play. Lita. It's, 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 it's not easy, yeah. Lita, uh-huh. Lita, I, yes, Lita. my man Mason Greenwood hasn't touched another league, bro. He was playing academy. I don't want to hear about championship. The man got to bang around with some grown oh, men. At sure, least. Mason started as a 17-year-old. You know what, guys? 17 goals. <laughs> 17 <laughs> goals as a... He started as a 17-year-old from the academy, bro. His dad told Man United, please don't let anyone interview him. This is a boy. That's why you've never heard yeah. him speak. He is a boy, literally. You're talking about a 21-year-old, a man who's allowed to drink. Mason Greenwood was 17 when he began the okay. season. Okay, though. Like I said, Mason, Mason, me Mason is definitely takes the cake, but let's see how he does. You know, it's not easy for a child, but let's see, let's see how he does. Yeah, okay. Small, so small question, guys. I, 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 I feel like we also forgot to give an honorable mention for, to Dean. De- De- I think Dean Henderson still qualifies as a young player, so uh, I think Dean Henderson's also True. also got a bit of a got a bit of a um, shout there. Yeah. So oh, yeah, that's, that's but, my little okay. Two I'm gonna just we're gonna finish up. I'm gonna give mine. It has to go to Jamie Vardy. I think Kevin De Bruyne will is the best player in the league. Um, second, um, Jamie Vardy, top goal scorer. More goals than Aubameyang, Kane, Aguero. Yes, there were a lot of injuries, and Jamie Vardy didn't play any European football. But at 32, 31. Um, you can't argue with 23 goals. It's not the most goals, but I think it's a, a solid return. And my young player um, has to go to Trent. 13 assists from right back. Um, and honorable shouts to 
Mason and Phil Foden, um, I think he's going to be a big player for City. No. But I want to... Guys, guys, I'm sorry, uh, but you're yeah, talking yeah, about assists, yeah. man. Like, fuck, Kevin De Bruyne equaled that, that record against Norwich in a 5-0 routing, guys. I mean, yo, like, I'm just thinking about it now. Like, Kevin is a great player, but... Uh, so we look at... So we look past uh, the 19, yeah, 19 assists. No, he's, like now we want to give it to a city player. Now we want to give it to a city player. I'm just Irish man. But t- I understand. I understand the hatred of these Yeah, but dude, like ah, and yeah, 30 yeah, goals though. Don't forget about that. No, 100. No, there, there we go. Thank you. Right there. Yeah. 13, 13 goals. Literally, only two city players. Oh no! Three city players got ahead, got, uh, scored ahead of him, and that's Sterling, Aguero, and obviously Jesus. That Jesus. That's your, those are your front men. So those guys did not nearly get the assist that he got. Yeah. I, I, I just it baffles me that you can't recognize how great of a season this guy had. For me, like it baffles me. Only because of it has for me. I just feel this award has to go to a league winning uh, player. That's just that's just how I see it. <laughs> oh wait, bro. I forgot but. But I forgot something. Big but it was okay. But it was okay that a, a non-league winning team got in the previous two seasons. This, oh, this, I, this no, is no, why no, like, no, I, that's, that's I, no, I can't understand don't this. Don't put it on. Don't put it on like no. that. I, like I felt that all, both of those were correct. I'm just saying that that's just my opinion on on this match. It, 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 it's a very difficult one. Hey yo, let me land. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, let me land before I give it to Big B. I just remembered why Leeds is mad at KDB. <laughs> I know this guy has a, a, a hidden agenda because there's no way you can really think that. And if I'm not mistaken, he did score against Chelsea this season. Scored a banger. Scored a banger, yeah. <laughs> and they he lost. scored against and they Chelsea lost. every season. And they lost after that, that's why. No, they won, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. He scored, he scored the in the two undefeat. No, this season he scored the two undefeat as well. Now, okay, after lockdown. The, after the lockdown. game he won. So he scored twice against you guys. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't that. remember things pre. <laughs> I don't remember things pre lockdown, though. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But we've gone on long enough, and I just want to end off by shaming man of the people here. While we're waiting for you to record this, you were busy posting pics on Instagram. Explain yourself, please. <laughs> nah, it wasn't like that. Listen, listen. It wasn't like that. Like <laughs> Brian, just, 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 to, just to, before you, Brian, before you go, there's some big news breaking now, actually. Uh, Bongani Zungu actually just agreed uh, a deal with, with Rangers, eh? Steven Gerrard's Rangers, $4 million. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Dope. I'm going to start Dope. following it's Rangers now. On <laughs> <laughs> has, has everybody unfollowed Club Dreams on the bin, bro, honestly. 
This the new wave, turn it up I'm in the backseat chilling with your girl, what's up? She wanna talk all day, but I'm not in the mood I'm trying to dance all night, I got something to do I make hits for the people at home in the rooms Looking for a reason to get out of it soon Found me on the internet, just making some moves Now I'm going up, CNN, I'm the news She gon' shake, shake, shake like a bottle she popped at I'm off that, pull up on you with a Nerf pack I bust back, I've been feeling bad for the haters Streaming on my music, now they're wanting their fun back Oh my gosh, she on my mind now This song make me wanna wild out Don't act like you too cool to dance now No diamonds, but I'm still gon' bust down You gotta leave those worries on your shelf Whatever happened to being yourself? I don't know, but tonight let's lose control Life ain't fun if you all alone I can get you anything that you want and more I'm a lyrical genius This whole song took 10 minutes to think of Just for you to bump it in them brand new speakers Forget it in a week, where's that brand new single? I got chains like Mr. T But you don't wanna try them on, turn your whole neck green I'm in a lima bean, limousine Cup of coffee in a magazine I flex real hard like muscle man I'm in a city doing donuts in a Sprinter van I'm on top, ceiling fan I got bars, candy man She don't know my name but know my fame Awesome, I'm on my stage and I get paid Awesome, I'm eating good, I'm feeling great Awesome You gotta leave those worries On your shelf Whatever happened to being yourself? I don't know, but tonight let's lose control Life ain't fun if you're all alone I can get you anything that you want and more You gotta leave those worries on your shelf Whatever happened to being yourself? I don't know, but tonight let's lose control Life ain't fun if you're all alone I can get you anything that you want and more